0: the greatest We worship your name, we worship your name, Lord. we worship your name,
1: hallelujah, Amen. hallelujah. Amen. Let's lift up our two hands and give God praise this evening. Let's appreciate the God that lifted us up from our bed this morning. And we did not sleep unto death. Let's give him praise. Let's appreciate God. Let's appreciate God, the giver and the sustainer of life. Let's tell him that we are grateful that we are alive at this time, that we are not taking his kindness for granted. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's worship our God. Let's give God praise. Let's give God praise. Father, we give you praise. We exalt your holy name. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, King of glory. Jehovah Lord will worship you. Glory be to your holy name. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, the word of God made us to understand that it is God that answers prayers. He says that's the reason why all flesh will come unto him. And so, we have come unto him tonight... Because we believe that he's the one that answers prayers. And so we trust that he will answer our prayers. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He will answer our prayers. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. To let him know that we truly believe him. We'll lift up our two hands and just appreciate him. Because we know, oh Lord, we know that he's the one that answers prayers. Father, we know, oh Lord, that you are the one who answers prayers. We give you praise tonight we appreciate you. You are God that answers prayers. Indeed, you are God that answers prayers. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We appreciate you. We are grateful to you, Lord. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you because we are very confident, oh Lord, that you are answering our prayers tonight. Glory be to your holy name. Thank you, precious Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we know that you answer prayers. And we know, oh Lord, that you will answer our prayers tonight. Thank you, precious Father. You are God that answers prayers. You will answer our prayers tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hannah prayed. And the man of God thought that she was drunken. And she said that she was praying out of the depth of the sorrow in her heart. And you know what? That particular night, answer came to her request. She had actually been going to Shiloh quite a number of times, and she never had something to show for his going. But that particular night, the Lord responded to him, and she got answer to her request. Now tonight, I'm going to ask every one of us, Because Because I'm also praying, and I have things that I expect God will do, and that will bring me joy. And I'm going to ask you to ask God tonight, that particular thing that you expect Him to do, that will bring you joy. Ask Him tonight. And so you're going to say, Father, say, Father, say, Father, Father. Anna asked, and you answered, and you granted her joy. Tonight I ask, begin to ask, right begin, to ask right begin to ask right now, 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 the Lord will grant your heart desire, and indeed you will have joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, begin to ask him right now, begin to ask him right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now, there was a, a uh, what do I call the troubler of the children of Israel who insisted that they were not going to have joy. You remember what he said? He said, I don't know that God. He said, and I will not let Israel go. I don't know that God, and I will not let Israel go. Is there anything that is troubling your life and is saying that you are not going to have a respite? The Lord Himself will arise concerning that, and He will bring it down in Jesus' mighty name. You know, the one that said, I will not let Israel go. One night, the Lord, the I minister somewhere on uh, Sunday, and the, the theme of the ministration is um, mighty in battle. The Lord that is mighty in battle visited them that night. And the one who said, I will not let Israel go, released them very quickly. In fact, the Bible says it was urgent upon them. It wanted them to leave very quickly. And so if there's something or someone who has determined that you are not going to have joy, the mighty in battle will visit such in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you are going to say, Father, say, Father, it is time, it is time to trouble the enemy of my joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, my God, it is time to trouble the enemy of my joy. The one that is determined that I will not have joy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is time O Lord, it is time O Lord, to trouble the enemy of my joy, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord my God, it is time O Lord, it is time O Lord, to trouble the enemy of my joy, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The same way Lord, that you trouble the enemy of the joy of the children of Israel. My Father, my God, the one that is determined that the people of God will not have joy, That same way, Lord, you will will trouble the enemy enemy of my joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. You will will trouble trouble the enemy of my joy. In In the name name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Oh Lord my God, it is time, O Lord. It is time, O Lord, to trouble the enemy of my joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is time, O Lord, to trouble the enemy of my joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed in Jesus mighty name we have prayed the Word of God says that the triumph of the wicked is short it says the joy of the hypocrite is but for a moment the triumphant of the wicked is short the joy of the wicked is but for a moment what did that say now the Lord will be quick To put an end to the one that is deriding you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The one that is happy about your sorrow. The Lord will be quick to put an end to their operation in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you are going to say, Father, say, Father, put an end to the triumphing of the wicked in my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord my God, put an end to the triumphing of the wicked. In my life, put an end to the joy of the hypocrites. In my life, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord my God, it is time to put an end to the triumphing of the wicked. In In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Put an end to the triumphing of the, of the wicked, wicked in my life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. In, the, in name the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Put an end to the, the triumphing of, of the wicked, wicked. in the in name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord. Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Hannah, in our prayers. well. In our Thanksgiving prayer as it were, the Bible made us to understand that she said that his uh, mouth has been enlarged over who? That of our enemies. Mouth enlarged. And uh, Sarah said that God has made me laugh. God has made me laugh. And he said that he would not just be the only one that will laugh. He said people around her, the neighbor, her friends, our family members, the, the people who are there sorrowed with her, her, with her, those who are with her well, say, they, they will come and laugh with her. Now that, that will be the testimony of somebody. Of somebody. In, in the that name, that name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will not just laugh, people will come and join you in that celebration. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you are going to say, Father, say, Father, it is time, make me to laugh. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is time, oh Lord. My Father, my God, make me to laugh. Your word says, weeping may endure for the night. It joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. Make me to laugh. Make me to laugh. Father, please make me to laugh. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Weeping may endure for the night. That's what you said. But you said joy comes in the morning. Oh Lord my God. I am asking Jehovah Lord. That you will please make me to laugh. Oh Lord my God. Make me to laugh. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Make me to laugh. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Lord Jesus Christ. In Lord Jesus Christ. Your word says weeping may endure for the night. It says joy comes in the morning. Lord Almighty It is time for me to have joy. It is time for me to have joy. It is time for me to have joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is time for me to have joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My Father, my God, Lord, I am asking Lord, that you will make me to laugh. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. Glory be to your holy name. For we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We have prayed, prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now let's commit this meeting into the hands of the Almighty. Let's ask that the Spirit of God himself will come and make us to learn what we need to learn. That will make us to be better children of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, please let us pray. Father Almighty, we commit, all Lord, this meeting into your hands. We are asking Jehovah, Lord, that things that will be of eternal value to us. Father, you will make us to learn it. In the the name name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Things that will help help us, O Lord, even to walk better with you you as your your children. children. You will help help us us to learn tonight in the name name of the Lord Lord, Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, let, O Lord, the teaching of of tonight improve our work with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My Father, my God, Lord, I'm asking Jehovah, Lord, that your spirit will come and teach us himself. We rely absolutely on you. Father, come and teach us yourself. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank Thank you, you, precious Precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we we have prayed. prayed. Amen. Let's pray that that our brethren that should be here, here, that are not not yet yet here, that are on on their way, way, the Lord will bring them here safely. safely. And And those those of our our brethren brethren that have have not even decided decided to come, come, that are in this neighborhood, somehow... The Lord will cause them to arise and bring them here in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please let us pray, Father Almighty, we commit our brethren that are on their way into your hand. We are asking Jehovah, Lord, that you will bring them here safely in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will help uh, help them to join us so that they will not miss out on what, O Lord, you have prepared for them in this place, O Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ those of our friends that have not even made up their mind whether they should come or not. Father, we ask, O Lord, that you will speak to them now and you will bring them here. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. We exalt your holy name. Father, we thank you for the grace to come into your presence this evening. Thank you because, Lord... We don't have the kind of trouble that will prevent us from coming even when we want to come. Because those who are paralyzed at this time, even when they love to come, they are not able to come. We want to thank you for so much for this. Please accept our praises in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, we are praised. we have asked, oh Lord, that you will move sorrow away from our lives. And you will give us joy. You will give us joy. You will please give us joy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every enemy of our joy, Lord, you will take them out of the way. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we ask, O Lord, those, O Lord, that you will have to rough handle, even because of us, O Lord, so that we may have our joy. Please do so in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask, O Lord, that indeed, O Lord, you will cause us to laugh. And you will, and will cause people, people to gather together, together to laugh with us and celebrate with us in with Jesus, Jesus' mighty name. Tonight, Tonight we ask, O Lord, that, that you will help we us to learn things that will, will be of eternal value to God. us. In, in the, the name, name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ. Thank, thank you, precious Father. We, we give you a praise exalt your holy name. Father, I pray for, for some that are saying in their heart, is it actually possible? Please prove to them. That That with with you, you, indeed, nothing nothing shall be impossible. impossible. In In the name name of of Jesus Christ. Christ. Thank Thank you, precious Father, for we we are prayed prayed in Jesus' mighty mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise Praise the name of the Lord. Lord. Praise the name name of the Lord. Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you. Please let us be seated. Okay, Okay. and, um, okay, Okay. so So somebody somebody will read the scripture that we have been reading. reading That is Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And another person will now read Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7. Galatians chapter 2, verses 22, chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. Someone else will read Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 23. Seven. Who is reading for us? Who is Which reading? Nobody.
2: Faith, meekness, temperance against such there George is, George. is no law.
1: Thank you very much, Mark. The Lord bless you. And so who is reading Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7? and
0: again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men, the Lord is at hand,
2: verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, verse 7. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ
0: Jesus.
1: Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Okay, okay. Um We, we shall move on to, to Um, In our study, The Fruit of the Spirit, we shall be looking at peace. Praise God. The fruit of the Spirit are the Christian characters, the evidence of a life that belongs to Jesus Christ, and one that is filled with the Holy Spirit. According to Romans chapter 8, verse 9, now, it is important that we know that just as physical fruit needs time to grow, the fruit of the spirit will not ripen in our lives overnight. So, it is as we grow in our faith, now all the characteristics of our spiritual fruit will grow as well. And so, it is important that you know that it will not, you will not just become like Jesus Christ overnight. The Bible made us to understand that as we behold him as, as if it was a mirror, it we are changed into his very likeness from glory to glory. So it is the more we get close to him, the more we look into the word, the word of God, the more we become changed into his likeness. And so the more we manifest the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. And so last week, we considered the fruit of the Spirit joy. And we said joy is a feeling of good pleasure and happiness. And we did say last week that there are two levels of joy. And we said the first one is the one that is dependent on something pleasant happening around us. And we said that there's another one that is dependent on who Jesus is. Now, it, it does not it's not necessarily about the things happening around us. It is about who Jesus is. It is not what we have. It is about, it's not about what is happening around us. It is about who Jesus is to us and the presence of Jesus in our lives. Now, joy comes from the Holy Spirit abiding in God's presence i from hope in his world. And so that's how we have joy. And so today, we shall consider the third fruit, or the third of the fruit of the Spirit, which is peace. Now, one of the strongest human desire, but most elusive is peace. You know that people fight so that they can have peace. You know, so peace is one of the things that we desire most. Whether it be peace between nations, peace between neighbors, or even peace within our own minds. Peace is what we desire most. Unfortunately, peace is elusive. The world in the recent times has experienced unprecedented global anxiety with this issue of COVID. We traveled here to Dubai. Before we left, they told us that we needed to have um, the test done in the morning of the day that we are traveling. We traveled in the night. We had to do the test in the morning. Now, the rejected test that was done uh, maybe the previous day, it has to be that same day. Now, we, we, in fact, we could have flown straight to Dubai, but it was this fight between Nigeria, the government of Nigeria and Dubai, that made us to, you know, go through Nairobi. So by the time we got to Nairobi, they said we had to do another test, okay? So we did another test, and we quickly came back and got into the plane and flew to Dubai that same day. Could we have caught COVID between the time that we entered the plane and the time we, 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 we alighted from the plane? Do you know that as, they were, as we were jumping down from the plane, they reared us into another place to have another test? And so that's how we had how many tests now. So by the time we were getting out of Dubai, they said we must have another test again. Yeah, you are saying, uh-uh, okay. So by the time we had that test too, by the time we got to the airport, they said we must register for another test. And so you can see the, I'm t- just talking about how anxious the world is because of this uh, COVID thing. And you, you, they, they say that the fourth wave, they're already experiencing the fourth wave in uh, Australia, and there are people that are already having uh, uh, what, did, what was it a uh, lockdown already, and uh, people are just praying that they would not bring the lockdown back to Nigeria. And so you can see how anxious. Now it is not so much of um, they have seen it, but they are trying to prevent. So you can see the, how anxious these are. People are distressed on all fronts. Distressed because of their finances. Distressed be- for all kinds of things. Distress because of their children. Distress because of their work. Distress because of relationship. Distress because of sickness. There's so much anxiety. So you can go on and on and on. So it's indeed difficult to find peace with all these things happening around us. But the Word of God is speaking about peace. And so if the Word of God says it is possible to have peace... It therefore means that it is possible to have peace. And we will have peace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what is peace? The Hebrew word for peace is shalom. We all know that. And shalom means to be complete or whole. Now, in the days of Gideon, you'll have read about Gideon, you have heard about Gideon in Judges chapter 6. The children of Israel were living in constant state of fear and anxiety because of the trouble of the Midianites. We have understanding that the, the children of Israel were plant and the Midianites, they will either come and we, they will bring their whatever, their, their cattle, their whatever, to come and eat up all their stuff. They destroy everything that the children of Israel will have planted and waited to, you know, grow and waited for harvest. And sometimes when they they were able to, you know, harvest the stuff, they go and hide those things and all that and all that. It was a time of fear. It was a time of anxiety because of the trouble of the Midianites in their lives. And it was in this season of national unrest that an angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon at Ophrah and commissioned him to lead the children of Israel to bring deliverance from these, their tormentors. It was there that he was appointed to do that work. And so the moment, you know, the, 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 the transaction was put in place, Gideon promptly, you know, named the name, the place where it was commissioned. He named the place Jehovah Shalom which means the Lord is our peace. I pray for everyone that is here, the Lord indeed will bring peace into every situation of your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Jehovah Shalom will visit your place, it will visit your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, another definition for peace is tranquility. Harmony both with God and our fellow man. Harmony both with God and our fellow man. Praise God. Now, talking about harmony with God, hostility between God and man started at the Garden of Eden. When man willfully disobeyed God, when he ate what he was not meant to eat, now, to restore relationship between us and God, God sent Jesus a son, the one that is known as the Prince of Peace. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, the Bible says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, it says, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. His name shall be called the Prince of Peace. And so, now from that we already know what he was coming to accomplish. And it was that—that that is like a, a, what they call it now. Um, you can easily call that his mission statement. That is what he has come to do. Now, Jesus came not only to put an end to this hostility between us and God, but he he came also to bring a full and abiding relation of restoration and love. And he did this with his life. So the cost of bringing peace between us and God was his life. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. The Bible says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. It was bruised for our iniquity. Now, this part is what I should, you should listen to. It says, The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Now, his life was given as it were, so that there could be peace between God and us. But as good as this peace is, We really cannot in our own right minds accept this offer of peace. We are not able to do that. It is God by the power of the Holy Spirit to lead us to one Jesus and his peace. The Bible says that you cannot come unto Jesus except the Father draws you. And so it is God himself that is able to, the, the peace is there quite all right. Jesus has put the peace in place. But it is the Holy Spirit of God that will help us to embrace this peace. But once the, peace, once the Holy Spirit draws us to Jesus Christ, and we believe in Jesus Christ, the peace comes into our lives. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 1, Romans chapter 5 verse 1, it says, Therefore, since we have, we have been justified through faith, say we have peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. When we come to Jesus Christ in faith, we have peace through him. Praise God. However, the fruit of the Spirit includes a peace that goes beyond that of salvation. It is not salvation alone. It is a sweet relationship that fosters trust in God, which brings peace of mind to believers. It is a trust in God. Now, the Holy Spirit does not just give us peace, as in bringing us back into relationship with, I mean, into salvation. It makes us to trust God. And in trusting Him, we will then have peace in our mind. And so the Bible says in that Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, Isaiah chapter 26, but please, I'd like you to pay attention to this. He said, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. I don't know whether you are still following me. Are you still following me? Now, that scripture is saying that it is when we trust in this God, that is when we have perfect peace. It is our trust in him that brings us perfect peace. Praise God. And so, the peace that Jesus came to give is not only for the salvation of our soul. It is also for us to have peace in God or through God. Through the, you know, the faith that we have in him. Now, God's peace transcends earthly matters. In the Philippians chapter 4, That we read earlier. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7. I'll read it again. The Bible says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, Rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Now, that's it. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. It means God will guide our hearts and our minds, and so that we will no more be anxious about anything. He said, the peace... That is beyond understanding, the peace that is beyond the natural mind, the Lord will give unto us. Now, the source of this peace is the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Jesus, the word of God said, Jesus gives us peace the way the world cannot give to us. It gives us peace that we cannot get in anything. John chapter 14, verse 27. John chapter 14, verse 27. It says, peace I live with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This is a peace that we receive as the children of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And so the spirit-filled Christian Has a peace that is abundant, that is available to him in every situation, unlike anything that the world has to offer. Now, the alternative to being filled with the Spirit and his peace is to be filled with fear, anxiety, alarm, doubt, dread. And so it is better that we put our heart, our trust in him and allow the Holy Spirit to take control of our lives so that we'll manifest this fruit of the Spirit. Now, the question is this. Is peace actually the absence of war? Is peace always the absence of war or conflict or what have you? Okay, you don't have your notes with you, okay? Can somebody hazard some guesses? Yes, sir. Is peace the absence of war?
3: Praise God. Hallelujah. From the perspective of the scripture, John chapter 14, verse 1. Say, believe in God, believe in me also. Say, let not your heart be troubled. That implied that there could be trouble around, but... God expected us to have peace in our hearts. So there could be war, there could be chaos. Even in the midst of the troubles, God knows how to keep his own at peace.
1: Praise God. Thank you very much. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, so somebody is lifting up his hand. Is peace the absence of war? Thank you. Peace is not necessarily the absence of war. That's what it made us to understand. And it made us to understand that Jesus already told us, you know, um, you say, what, what was it? That's the John chapter 14, verse 1 that, we're, that you quoted. What was it? You said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in the Father, believe also in me. Yes. You know, Jesus said also that in this world, you will have what? Tribulations. But he said what? be of good shares so which means that there will always be challenges and so please if there's if you are not getting anything from this teaching I would like you to pay attention to this it's just very short but it is important that we know so that we we don't delude ourselves and we don't say things that are not really right because imagine if you have told somebody that the moment you become a Christian oh, there will not be any challenge anymore. And so the person begins to have challenges. But you told me now, but you told me, okay, so peace is not necessarily the absence of war. Someone said peace is not the absence of conflict. Rather, it is the ability to cope with it. Now, another one took it to another level. He said, peace is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of God. Please, are you paying attention to this? And another one now moves it forward. He said, true peace comes from knowing that God is in control. The first one says that peace is not the absence of conflict. Rather, it is the ability to cope with conflict, which means we we'll have conflict, and we're able to cope with conflict, and that is peace. The, the, another one says, it is the, peace is not the absence of trouble, but the presence of God, which means that in the middle of that trouble, you have God. And the other one says, true peace comes from knowing that God is in control. Praise the name of the Lord. In I said, praise the name of the Lord. Okay, in Mark chapter 4, verses 36 to 41, we know the story. Jesus and his disciples were traveling in a boat on the sea. Then a storm arose, and the waves broke upon the ship, and it appeared that the ship was going to capsize. Are you listening? Okay. And so there was a great commotion. The disciples were, you know, they panicked. They were afraid. They even went ahead to rebuke Jesus Christ. And they said, Master, do you care if we perish? And so whilst there was this commotion and all that, the Bible recorded that Jesus was doing what? Jesus was sleeping. And so when they called on Jesus Christ and they told me, do you care if we perish? Jesus arose and he spoke to the storm and the storm ceased and Jesus thereafter rebuked the disciples. Now, what I'm bringing out from this story is not the miracle of uh, stealing the storm. That's not what I want to bring out from this story. The fact that, number one, There will always be storm. And so if anybody tells you that there will not be storm, it's telling you a lie. Yes, we have the spirit of God in us and we have the fruit of the spirit in us. But still, there will always be storm. And so that's the reason why we are being taught, you know, the word of God is telling us that we should be careful for nothing because there will always be storm in our lives. We can't wish it away. And because if anyone tells you, you know, you know what the man, the man who joined me um, to my wife in, ma- um, in marriage, who joined us together, said, he said, if anybody tells you that you are not going to have a problem, he's telling you a lie. He said, but I'm going to tell you, you will have a problem. He said, but Jesus will be there to solve the problem for you. And so if anybody tells you you are not going to have a problem, it's telling you a lie. Have I had challenges? Yes. As a pastor, I've had a lot of challenges because sometimes we think that when we're having some challenges, we think that we're the only one that is going through challenges. No, that are all those people that you see, and they still come out, and they'll see preach, they'll see make noise, and they'll see devil. I say, devil, you are a liar. Yes, the devil is a liar, and they harass the devil very well. But it's not like they are free of trouble. They have challenges. We have pastors who have serious issues. I was going around praying for people, for them to complete their houses. They will come and tell me, I started this house 14 years ago. I've not been able to complete it. I will carry anointing oil. I will go and pray. They will come and call me for dedication. Meanwhile, as at that time, I was building my house. I was losing it. I was building. I was losing. I was losing. I was losing. And so, now, somebody will think, How come this is happening to you as a pastor? Well, Jesus did not promise me a completely stress-free life. But he has assured me that in that stress, he will be with me. And so you see that the first thing that we can see there is that there will always be storm. From that story, we saw that you can choose to respond either in faith or in fear. And it is uh, whichever way you decide to go is what you will reap at the end of the day. That is what will happen at the end of the day. If you choose to panic, you will panic and panic and panic. If you choose to have faith, you will have peace. Because the absence of faith is fear. And so if you don't want fear, you have to bring um, faith into it. And so we saw that you can choose how to respond. And it can be either in faith or in fear. Number three, Jesus was in the same boat with the disciples. Meanwhile, they were distressed and he was sleeping. He had peace. That's why he was sleeping. And the other people had distress and they could not sleep. And they were both in the same boat, the same situation, the same circumstance. What is the difference? So that is the number four. The difference between Jesus and the disciple is Jesus knew that just as we said earlier, God is in control and he trusted in God. And the Bible says in that scripture that we read earlier again, I, go, I take us back to it. In Isaiah chapter 26, it says, verse 3, says, thou will keep him in perfect peace. Can you see Jesus in that scripture? Please, can you see Jesus in that scripture? It says, thou will keep in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because it trusted in thee. Jesus had perfect peace, and that was why he was able to sleep, because his mind stayed on God, and because he trusted God. And so that's why when he woke up, and he he, he still the storm, he told them, why are you afraid? Why don't you have faith? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, I did say earlier that um, that, um, peace is harmony with God and with our fellow men. Okay, so we spoke about harmony with God, and we've spoken about how we now have faith. I mean, we have peace in ourselves. The peace that is beyond understanding. The peace that we will have even in the middle of storm, just like Jesus Christ, and we are still able to smile. That is the peace. Now we move on to talk about harmony with fellow men. The peace we have with God and the peace. In our minds, reflect in our peaceably relationship with our fellow men. When we have peace with God, and with peace, we have peace in our minds. We'll then be able to relate with people peaceably. Jesus speaking about the character, characters of the members of His kingdom in the Beatitudes in, in Matthew chapter five. He said, "Blessed ad, blessed." are they, blessed are the peacemaker. He said, blessed are the peacemaker. He said, for they shall be called the children of God. Now, Paul also asked that we follow things that make for peace in Romans chapter 14 verse 19. He says, let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith One may edify another. Now, this is speaking about having peace with our fellow men. It says we need to follow things that make for peace. James says the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. James chapter 3 verse 18. It says the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. And so, when we have peace with God and we have peace in our minds, then we are expected to reflect peace. God will want to show the world, you know, the peace that he has to offer. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, how do we bear the fruit of peace? How do we bear the fruit of peace? Christ is a Prince of Peace, like we saw in that Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Christ is the Prince of Peace. And so if we have His Spirit, just like we said in Romans chapter 8, verse 9, we said that if you, have the, if you don't have the Spirit of Christ, you don't belong to Him. And so if you belong to Him and you have His Spirit, then it is, impo- it is um, natural for us to bear the fruit of peace. And Paul explains it in Romans chapter 12, verses 16 to 21 Romans chapter 12 verses 16 to 21 so I'm going to read this scripture that I'm going to bring out the points here it says be of the same mind one toward another mind not high things but condescend to men of low estate be not wise in your own conceit recompense to no man evil for evil Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Now, these are recipes for having peace with people. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. These are the things that will make us to have peace with people. It says, if it be possible, as much as light in you, live peaceably with all men. The dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written... Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. He said, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, there are three things that Paul is asking us to learn to do in those verses that we just read. Three things, and these are the three things that will help us to bear the fruit of peace. The three things that will make it possible for us to relate with people with peace. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Number one is found in verse 16 on that particular verse, on that uh, that particular uh, scripture. It says, replace pride with humility. Replace pride with humility. Now, have you not seen that people don't like those that are proud? It is only if they have power over them. That's when people submit. They don't have a choice. That's, why, that's when they submit. But people who are proud don't usually have good friends. People don't like them. People don't like them. Because there's something in every man that resents people that put them down something in any man that's why even a common a common uh, low rank officer will begin to eye a big man why because this man is bringing them down there's, there's not something in normal in our natural self that resents people who try to bring us down and so what do you do for you to be able to enjoy relationship and have peace with people It is important that you replace pride with humility. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to pray that God will help us and so that we will be humble through humility in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. The second thing is to resolve conflict as soon as possible. To resolve conflict as soon as possible. That's verse 18 of that scripture. The Bible says, if it be possible, as much as light in you, live peaceably with all men. Have you not noticed that when issues are not resolved quickly, it becomes more difficult to resolve? You understand? It becomes more difficult to resolve. And the devil will keep expanding the matter in our... I don't know whether it's happened to you. The devil will be, be expanding in our hearts. And you are going to be realizing how you are going to react. You are going to react. The thing becomes more, you know, difficult. And before you know it, you begin to hate that other person. And so how can you walk in peace with, somebody, with somebody that you hate? And so when we have issues, it will be nice for us to, to find a nice way of resolving it. A nice way of resolving Especially those that we can resolve issues with. Praise God you see husband and wife that have made babies together. People don't make babies by by Abby, which means at the time they held themselves together and they were happy and all that. Okay. Then you will see the same couple. They'll be bringing uh, macheted and all that against each other. What has happened? Something crazy has happened in their lives and they did not resolve it quickly. But if Something happens, and one is humble enough to say, That's, That ends it. That ends it. You understand? And there's hardly anyone that you, the moment people come down, you see the, have you not noticed, you know that most of the time, most of the time, what you are just waiting for that person to come down my shift went. my shift went. my shift went. my shift went. all that you are waiting for that person to just come down if that person will just say ah i'm sorry you will see that you don't you want to withdraw everything has it not happened to you before that you are struggling with somebody you are struggling with somebody you understand and you eventually say i'm sorry somebody will say yeah," in the traffic you say i'm sorry the person will want to withdraw the year that he has done that's that's the normal human nature and so the reason why This thing, you know, this thing unnecessarily become not, I mean, something that we cannot manage with our brethren is because we are not quick to say, I'm sorry. We are not quick to resolve the conflict. God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Now, another thing that will help us to foster peace amongst our friends, amongst the people that we relate with is that we avoid paying evil with evil. Rather, we pay evil with good. You know, there's nobody that my, my mother would say that there's no one that they put honey in his mouth that would not be happy. And somebody has done some crazy things, and only suddenly realize that instead of you responding in like manner, you've done something nice to them. They want to kill themselves to just withdraw all the nasty, nasty things that they have done to you. And so we should replace pride with humility. We should resolve conflict as soon as possible, and we should repay evil with good. When we do this, it will be easy for us to bear the fruit of the spirit, which is called love, uh, which is called peace. The Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Now, in conclusion, peace is part of the salvation package. That's why um, Romans chapter is it Romans chapter 14 verse 17 says that uh, righteousness peace, joy in the Holy Ghost is the kingdom of God. Okay, so peace is part of the salvation package and it's it's an evidence of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in us. So, however, it is impossible to bear the fruit of peace apart from connecting our connectivity to God. It's impossible to force peace in our lives because it is impossible for us to bear fruits on our own strength. John Chapter 15, verse 4 says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. So we cannot bear fruit of the Spirit without abiding in Jesus Christ, without having the Holy Spirit in us. Peace is the fruit of abiding in the Holy Spirit is a fruit of surrendering our perspective our relationships words actions thoughts and emotion to the holy spirit i pray that god will help us as we release ourselves to him in jesus mighty name amen praise the name of the lord hallelujah amen any contribution any question Any disagreement? Yes, ma'am question or disagreement? Disagreement. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: In um Hebrews twelve fourteen. It says
1: follow peace with all men. And another version says the um, Another version
2: also says that with everybody we should and follow peace. I want us to talk about
1: and stupidity. Peace slash stupidity. A lot of peaceful person in some or in Yoruba language, you say. You know, when somebody is a peaceful person who doesn't want to fight, who doesn't want trouble. Some people liken it to that person being stupid. Can we discuss it, sir? Yes, can we discuss it? Is it stupidity when you are trying to follow peace? Is it stupidity when you are trying to follow peace? Please let us discuss this so that somebody will not say they said I should follow peace they could you They said follow peace is it stupidity? where you follow peace somebody wanted to talk there ah i thought i saw hands up shortly praise the lord hallelujah it's not stupidity okay ma'am
2: it's just to avoid more damages
1: okay yes it's not stupidity it is simply to not to compound the problem yes Okay, can someone else add to that? Can someone else add to that? Praise God. Hallelujah.
2: I think being a Christian um, with the Holy Spirit okay. in us, there's a, there's a point to get to that. The Spirit of God tends to tame us. And when you're walking by the Spirit, you'll be able to choose your battle. When you discover that the person you're trying to resolve a conflict is with is not someone that, is, um, someone that wants to reason with you or is unnecessarily being unreasonable, I think you should leave that battle. So in that kind of case, you're just being wise. Because the Bible says, is show yourself wise by being quiet. When you drag with a foolish person, you are indirectly proving yourself to be foolish. So in that state, your peace of mind, with or without resolving the conflict, is, at, is, is all, is okay, is on point. So we learn to choose our battle. That's just the essence of what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Okay. that's a, But you, you agree that um, when you choose peace, you are not being stupid.
2: I think there are some times that the world classifies it as being stupid. But you know what you are
1: doing. You are being wise. Exactly. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, more, 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 more contributions. More
3: contributions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. According to the scripture, Bible makes us to know that the foolishness of God is wiser than men. That's it. And there is no case that there can be a parallel line or uh, trying to equate God's wisdom and the wisdom that is in the world. Most times when you are peaceful, people actually say you are stupid. How do you relate it? When Jesus said, when they slap you on your right, you turn your left. So, but the bottom line is, The holy spirit is the source because i have found myself in a situation that i was actually dragging with a bike man and my wife said these people they don't have sense please leave them and thank god i obeyed because some people have been killed through that process at times when you want to claim your rights you disobey the holy spirit and you are not being um, stupid when you obey the holy spirit
1: thank you again praise the name of the lord I think these are beautiful contributions. Is there another one that we want to add to that? These are beautiful contributions. I was actually going to say that because um, some folks may think that you are stupid, but the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest of men. And so the thing that they consider foolish is actually the wisdom in the eyes of God. Praise the name of the Lord. But I need to talk a little about what she just said. Now, there's a scripture that says that don't answer a fool so that they will not mistake you for a fool. And the very next verse, the Bible says, Answer a fool so that he will know that what he's doing is wrong. And so that's actually, buttressing what she said, Sometimes uh, it may be difficult for us not to react at all. And so that is where we need the help of the Holy Spirit to guide us in the way we respond to every situation there are situations that we will need to respond to because it would that is just the appropriate thing to do at that point in time but as much as light in us that's what uh, paul said live peaceably with all men Praise praise god now that proviso is already there in that particular scripture you understand sometimes you may need to let some people know that no this thing that you are doing is not okay you understand for example if somebody decides to come and park in your compound <laughs> and, say, jo, and you enter your house you understand it will come and take your bed you understand that's the next thing it will do so but if it is something that you can still manage if it is parking in front of your gate as unreasonable as that may be it may just be wise for you to go and look for another parking space and wait until they finish their party and they go and you come and put your car because if you go out now that's when they will say ah and toba yama bible kakiri And so you may just dodge the thing because that is what the enemy is trying to do. Just to to mess your testimony up. And so in that situation, you may, every time that I react in a way that I shouldn't react, I lose my peace. And I'll begin to feel back. Why? 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 Oh, God. Why? 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 You understand? So that is the thing. So we need to know when to do, to react. and when. So we need the help of God. We need the Holy Spirit. To guide us. You understand? Because it is not every one, one early morning like that. Somebody came to my gate and banged my gate. Back, 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 back. Ah, I was wondering and I went out through the you know, balcony to check. And I saw the fellow. What exactly is happening? He said, My son packed his car somewhere. Oh, and then? And then? And the guy was doing like this. Say, come and tell him to come and park his car in front of him. No, you don't, con- you don't command me. However, if I respond in like manner, what would they say? And he's a pastor. And he's a pastor. So I, God helped me to be able to contain myself. I didn't respond. But um, when I was talking, the way he was going, I now had to call him. And he was going like that, someone else, now to, to, to call Very early in the morning. So he now came back to my gate. I was still up there. And I asked him, sorry, the way you are sounding, is there trouble? Are we fighting? And I said, no, uh, no. Uh, I was even doing my daily devotion. I was doing my daily daily devotion. <laughs> and so that's how I would have walked into his trap. And they would just abuse me again. Because anything you do, can you imagine? Somebody we gave a job to, to pack sand. And they had other people packing sands along with him. And the person who contracted them for the job already agreed a fee, you know, with them. And so one of them now went to my son. We are not moving to the house that time. We're just walking. He went to my son and said, ah, please now, can you help me add something to it? My son just added something to whatever this guy came to me after going to my son and said can you help me add something to it I, I didn't know that they had gone to my son I added to it can you see so when it was time to pay them the lady who contracted them simply went and gave them what he agreed with them and so this boy said no that's not my money Okay, so the moment I said, what's happening? He said, oh, I said, that's true. I agreed to add something to it. Okay, so I added that. I said, give it to him. He said, that's not my money. He said, what are you talking about? I didn't understand. What are you talking about? He said, that's not my money. He said, what? He said, my son had agreed something. How can you do this? You You want to collect more than twice what the other guys are for the same job. I said, "We're not going to pay you We're, I'm not going to pay you that the next moment. Now so they go the Jew. They called their fair pastor. Uh, they called. I. I quickly gave the bone money. I said, one was supposed to bring a mixer to my site. He came to inspect my site. He agreed to bring the mixer. We agreed the fee. The following day, when he was supposed to bring the mixer, he said there was something along the, you know, the path that he couldn't pass, so he couldn't get the mixer to my place. I said, ah, no problem. And the people who came to work, there they said they don't even need the mixer. They said they have a way of going to that they can go into onto even five floors like that. So this man said, I must pay. Ah, you are saying, huh? This guy said, I must pay. I why will I pay you? You did we agreed, you didn't get the mixer there. Say, so, now they do. So, And they called them pastor. Ah, But you were supposed to bring the thing here. I paid you. I'm telling you, I paid. I paid. Because I'm a pastor. Now I'm trying to avoid a situation when somebody will mess with my testimony. Let me give you the final one. That was a long time ago. I was a parish pastor then. Oju Elegba, I was right at the middle of Oju Elegba. Okay, so I was driving, my wife was beside me and somebody just stood in front of my vehicle. Leave now and the guy did not leave. Ah, uh-uh. what's happening? leave the guy refused to leave and i was very furious i was angry and so i was making to get out of my car my wife drives me Uh ah pastor so i got into my car i was fuming and i later realized that the man was actually a madman If I'd gone out to go and fight a madman, are we not two mad people? And so that's a... Let's rise up our (laughs) feet. That's how we'll have been, two mad people. God will help us to know how to choose our battle. Let's lift up our two hands and just appreciate God for what we have learned tonight. Let's give him praise for what we have learned tonight. Let's Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's appreciate God for what we have learned tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we give you praise. We exalt your holy name. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for the value that you have added to our lives. Lord, we give you praise. We exalt your holy name. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, King of glory. Glory be to your holy name. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We have agreed that there will always be challenges. There will always be, you know, conflicts around. There will always be, you know, whatever around. But the word of God has made us to understand. From what we saw in the the way Jesus reacted to the conflict, we have seen very clearly that you can choose to react in fear. You can choose to react in faith. Whichever one will determine the kind of peace, or the absence of peace that will govern your life. And so tonight we're going to say, Father, say, Father, the grace to respond very well to our conflict. Grant unto us in Jesus' mighty name. My Father, my God, Lord, I'm asking tonight that you will give me the grace to respond in faith to my conflicts in the name of the Lord. I have seen from your word that it is we can wish away conflict but we can have peace in the middle of the conflict we can have peace in the middle of the stress my father my god lord i'm asking the lord for the grace to respond properly to respond in faith in the name of the lord jesus christ the grace not to respond in fear father grant unto me in the name of the lord jesus christ thank you precious father glory be to your holy name in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I said, I said someone said that they, that, um, uh, it, 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 um, sorry, now, he said peace, he said true peace comes from knowing that God is in control. True peace comes from knowing that God is in control. And the reason why we lose our peace is because we forget about God. At that instance, when we have challenges, we forget about God. And so the grace to always remember that God is in control, the Lord will grant unto you and I in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace to trust Him, the grace to trust Him, the Lord will grant unto us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we're going to say, Father, say, Father, The grace to recognize that God is always in control. Father, grant unto me anytime the conflict comes. Anytime the conflict comes. Father, grant me the grace to recognize your presence. Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus had peace. In the middle of the conflict, he had peace. In the middle of the storm, he had peace. Father, Lord, I ask, O Lord, that you will grant me the grace. To respond very well. To know that you are in control. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. The Bible says, and the peace of God. Which passeth all understanding. Shall keep your hearts and mind. Through Christ Jesus. And so you are going to say, Father. Say, Father. The peace of God. That cannot be explained. Father, grant unto me always. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this same peace that is beyond understanding. This same peace that is undescribable. This same peace that Jesus had right in the middle of the sea when there was storm on the boat. My father on the sea, rather, Father, grant unto me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, please help me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Now, we're going to pray that the Lord will help us to live peaceably with all men. Indeed, that is the instruction that we have been given. Jesus said, blessed are those who make peace, Peace peacemaker. And so, you're going to say, Father, say, Father, the grace to live peaceably with all men. Grant unto us, grant unto me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the grace to live peaceably, fulfilling your, 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 your instruction, obeying your instruction. My Father, my God, Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, that you will please grant unto me, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, help me, O oh Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you, precious Father. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Father, we thank you for tonight. We appreciate the grace that we have to come to learn. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that came to teach us all. Thank you that you will help us to keep remembering all that we have learned tonight. And so that, Lord, we will make good use of the knowledge that we have. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we ask, O Lord, that it doesn't matter what is happening around us. Father, your own peace we will have in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace, O Lord, to believe in you, to trust in you, Father, you will grant unto us, so that you will keep our heart in perfect peace, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, help us to live peaceably with all men, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Almighty God, for we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, God bless you.